You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dear young married couple, it's that time of year where you're going to holiday parties with extended family or friends, and you have those obligatory conversations about nothing, or maybe your favorite football team, or maybe the weather, but it really feels shallow and obligatory. Yeah. I mean, maybe some sometimes you just don't have the energy to go deep, and maybe that's not your thing. But for some people, um, it really does help them feel seen and known. Um, so full disclosure, I like to be asked about my life and what's going on and I want to share those things. And oftentimes the people that I care for, I actually want to know what's happening in their life, what they're working on. And so, um, that, this is definitely a way of creating some emotional connection yes. with the people that you love. Yeah. And so we're going to give you five scripts for having a deeper conversation with whether it's just the people you love, or even it could be people that that you want to love, <laughs> you want to love, or you want to get to know more about, but you're not super close to them, so you feel like you have to stay shallow. Um, but before we get to those five scripts, first we just want to give you a little caveat. It would feel weird if you see this person twice a year, and you sit down on a couch and you go straight into a deep question like we're going to give you. So don't take this as an actual conversation starter. Do start with some of the shallow stuff, like, you know, how's work going for you? The natural, not like, you know, how's the weather, but mm -hmm. the natural conversations that are a bit more surface level, because if you just jump right into deep questions, you're going to be viewed as a socially awkward person. <laughs> so just that little caveat. Yes. Here. Yeah. So don't jump off the deep end, in other words. Um, so the first question is, what are you most proud of this year? Um, that's just, I mean, of course, remember too, when we're giving you these scripts, that's just a direction. It yep. doesn't need to be said in those words and you're not going to pull up our, you know, scripts on this on your phone probably, but that's a definitely a great direction of, of conversation of, mm -hmm. Hey, what have you accomplished this year that you're most proud of? Yeah. Um, what are you working toward right. this year that, that you're most proud of, or that's your biggest achievement? Some in that direction, but that can really elicit some deep conversation mm -hmm. because there are a lot of people um, that are working really hard on accomplishing things, and a lot of people don't feel very seen in that. Yeah. Um, so by giving that person to the opportunity to be recognized mm -hmm. is really giving a gift um, because people really want acceptance, they, and they want to be known. Totally. And so, you know, I was talking to 
several clients recently about their Thanksgiving holidays and then going into the Christmas holidays. And they were saying that, you know, like they'll ask some of those basic questions about work or school or ministry that go nowhere sometimes well, and they'll answer them. It might be reciprocated, maybe not. And it just fizzles out after that. It's like you move on to the next person because there's nothing more to talk about. But if you can show genuine interest in them and go a little bit deeper, so you could start off talking about perhaps school, how's school going? How's work? Are you taking finals? Are you, you know, what's going on with all that? Then that's a natural transition into what are you most proud of this year? You know, it's really interesting as you're saying this, I had a kind of a brainstorm. If someone died recently, a lot of times people will feel freedom to ask, how are you doing? Mm. What's happening? Are you, how are you handling this situation? Right. They'll start asking those kind of sensitive, but probing questions. We're, We're comfortable with the morbid, right? We're comfortable with going and seeing how is this person surviving? Yeah. But we aren't as comfortable, it seems, mm. asking the questions of how they're thriving. That's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Maybe let us know in the comments. Uh, why do you think that is? Why is that yeah. the case? Well, I wonder if part of that is that our cultural expectation is that you check on people Mm. and some people don't even do well at that. They're not comfortable with the morbid, but, um, there are a lot of people who at least feel comfortable, like just showing genuine care and concern. Like, how are you doing? You know, like you're grieving. It's been a lot. I'm I'm here for you, but you're right. Like, I think some people have a harder time checking in on how someone's thriving. Maybe it's like an insecurity or a jealousy, even subconscious jealousy. Right. Maybe it's a pride. Like I I don't want to seem to come off as being prideful. Mm -hmm. That would probably be the reason why I don't bring up things about me. Mm. Um, because I have shared too much in the past and people look at them like, are you really, you're, Mm. you're, why are you boasting? Yeah. And I guess it depends on the context of the relationship too, because there's some relationships that are safe enough to celebrate and share openly. And then there are other relationships where, you know, you could be taken a certain way if you're not as close or you haven't established rapport or celebrated them first. Right. But what, wouldn't it be so free to have a a relationship with someone where you are encouraging and there's synergy created of like, I want to be there to celebrate the good and the bad with you. Like, I feel like that's so much more vulnerable, but also powerful. Oh yeah, for sure. And sustainable. Absolutely. Because if I'm only dumping, does that really leave room or having someone dump? Is that, is that building rapport or you're taking away? Yeah. You need, you need both. You need both. Yeah. These five scripts, by the way, are all in the positive direction. Um, but we, we did that on purpose because we want you to have something that you can bring into the room with someone that you only see a few times a year after you've, you know, done some small talk. Yeah. We're good at negative apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So here's another one. What's a family tradition that you wish you still did or wanted to start? Yeah. So this one is more about like the Christmas time of year, but it doesn't have to be, it could be any tradition. And so the idea is tapping into that person's nostalgia or unmet, you know, desires or dreams and then saying, well, could you start it? Could you do that this year or relating with them? Like, yeah, I've, that would be really cool. I'd want to do that too with my family or it'd be like for the in-laws and outlaws. Yeah. Just, just kind of asking like, what's what something those? that you do at your family reunions. Sure. That you wish you still did or wish you, you know, you could start. Yeah. I like that. 
Yeah. I like that. Um, here's another one. Who's a friend you really connected to this year and why? Yeah. So that one's about building. Um, well, it's about reflecting on the way you do friendship so that potentially you can connect with this person in a similar way. Mm. So you're saying, yeah, I really actually got closer to the so-and-so at church or at work or at school. And here's why. And then that person that you're talking to, you could start building that connection with them as well. Yeah, I like that. That's a really good one. Relationships are just so important. And if you're with the people that you love, might as well build them deeper. And this would be a good way of getting into the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, number Bye. four. What's something you learned about God or your walk with God this year? Now, mm-hmm. again, you don't just like walk into a living room and sit on the couch and be like, What's something you learned about God or your walk with God this year? Right. But if we're already in somewhere in that vein, yes. Um, whether it be something hard that they've gone through or something that they've, you know, potentially been around that's difficult or if they walk someone through, that would be a very natural conversation to have. Yeah. And man, what is something that you've learned? And yeah. That's a very curious question. That's fun. It is. And it could have to do with what they're reading or what um, has been the vein of revival in their church. Like our church had this vein of the encounter and it was a lot of the supernatural taking place. And so like I learned a lot about God and my walk with God in that season mm. or this devotional we're reading right now. Like I'm learning a ton about God's heart. And so I would want to share something like that. And I'd be curious, what are you learning about God and your walk with God? Well, I'm always on a search for books, new books that mm-hmm. I haven't read. So that's a very natural conversation. And I love when people ask me that if if people are wondering, like, I don't know if I can ask those questions, any of these I'd be down for talking about with someone. Yes. You're Uh, very comfortable in deep conversation. Yeah. Which is also a criticism that people have had against me. No, (laughs) it's a good thing. But I think a lot of people are not as comfortable, which is why we give that caveat, like start start kind of surface and get comfortable and then move deeper. I I was reflecting, my family does that really well. Yeah. That as soon as we get there, it's very much that looking into their eyes and like, Hey, how are things? How is the business? How are the kids? How are you guys managing this? What about Mm -hmm. growing that? It's very much idea. And where are you? Where are you going? Sort of driven. Yep. Um, which, I've realized that when people do that to me, I really do feel loved. That's yeah. that's the way someone says, I care to Adam. Right. Is to have that. And it's not nosy in my mind. So yeah. I would so some of these questions people might be thinking, Well, that's quite nosy. That's quite yeah. intrusive. Why would you ask that at a you know? But not everybody's built in a way that wants to obscure what they're doing. Right. It might feel just comfortable to continue and just talk about finishing that class, getting that grade, moving on to the next class. What classes are you taking? These classes. Great. You know, right. What can you learn? My, my, uh, I guess maybe an abiding principle that I've lived by, um, was taught to me on a bridge. We were crossing over, um, a highway. And I remember looking at a guy that was struggling over the highway Mm -hmm. and my dad, um, I was with my dad and, uh, I started laughing like, with my brother and kind of pointing at this guy that was, you know, on drugs and uh, laughing. And my dad, um, seeing us laugh was just kind of slowed us down and said, Hey guys, you don't know where that man's been. You don't know what he's going through. And then he said something that's always stuck out to me. He said, I've never met a man that wasn't my superior in some way. 
And if you really embrace that principle, you don't go into the holidays just looking to, I don't know, just be with people, Mm -hmm. but you actually go on a treasure hunt of like, what can I learn from this individual? What do they have in their life story that, that is valuable, that I can find, that I can glean, that I can mine. Yes. And then when you go into the, those situations with that attitude, these questions become very, um, elucidating, very illuminating. Totally. I love that. All right. Question number five, what's something you want to learn in the coming year? So that's a fun one because you're kind of setting, you're casting vision together. You're setting some goals. It's habit formation. So if you want to learn that, what are you going to do to learn it? If you want to learn a language, are you going to download Duolingo? Are you going to take a class? Like, do you want to learn to cook better? What are you going to do to make that a habit? So that's a fun one to like kind of cast vision with a potential friend or someone you want to go deeper with. Absolutely. And I would just encourage all the people listening. If you don't have something that you want to learn, you probably need to find something that you want to learn. Yes. Just because it opens your mind. Learning makes you different. Learning. The more you learn, you become different because when you change, everything changes. You grow. Yeah, you grow. And then you have more to offer everybody around you. That's good. So, learn and look forward to learning. Yes. So those are just five conversation. We shouldn't call it conversation starters because really they're conversation continuers. Yes, they are. Uh, But um, five scripts to get you going a little bit deeper this holiday season, whether you're hosting, you know, a party with your department at work or at church, or maybe you're going to a family gathering or the in-laws and you're just like not feeling super connected to the people there you can go deeper and it doesn't have to be so shallow. Yeah. One thing I would, you know, encourage you to do, ask your, maybe your spouse, these questions first to get you thinking about your own answers and maybe inspiring you to go deeper in some of these questions. And then maybe you can have the confidence to venture out and ask these in conversations with other people. That's a really good suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, little, uh, little, uh, (laughs) what, what is it? Advertisement. Well, no, not an advertisement. Okay, where are you going with this? I was just going to say like a little letting the cat out of the bag. We actually got these questions from our realizations deck because um, it's all about getting to know your spouse's past, present, and future. How well do you know each other? So we like adapted it from there and kind of got the ideas. We're like, oh, this one would be a good one to do at a party or with, you know, a relative or friend. So yeah, if you want more of those, you can find them in the realizations. Yeah. People often ask us, what are the differences between the decks? We would say sex expectations is about sex. Obviously (laughs) foundation. And Adam always says it's his favorite deck. It's my favorite deck. Um, the second deck, which is foundations is all about the different areas of every relationship that needs to be communicated or talked about. So like communication, conflict resolution, partner style and habits, um, money, sex, spirituality, all those different. So that's what foundations does. But then realizations is more about the individual, their past, present or future, where they're going, where they came from and where they are right now. Yeah. So those should give you a lot to talk about in this holiday season. We didn't plan to talk about the card decks, but there you go. What we did plan to talk about is we have monthly live date night coming up this Friday. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, when it airs, 
come to monthly live date night in just three days um, before all the holiday hubbub. And we're going to be giving you a romance challenge. It's how to get the most out of your holidays as a couple, as a married couple. So we're going to give you a challenge. It'll be very practical and fun and some good holiday tips for staying connected through what can be hard, depressing, even grief stricken. Um, that's for a lot of people. That's the reality. Yeah. For the holidays, the holidays bring up the best and worst yeah. for people. Um, so this is definitely a time to, I don't know, just to prepare for also to look forward to, but have those conversations with your spouse. Yeah. So come on Friday. We'll give you guys a very practical handout where you can challenge each other for a romance. We do a five day romance challenge and it's going to be a good time. It's this Friday, December. What is that? December 9th. Let me check at 5 PM Pacific time. Um, and if you can't come live, you can always watch the replay. And you remember yes, to December 9th be there. It's going to be awesome. Five o'clock Pacific time. Um, just to, to sell it a little bit more, just because we don't really talk about it tons on the, on the podcast, but yeah. it's an incredible opportunity just to, um, to have a, a community around you of people, like-minded people going the same direction, yeah. working on their marriage, working on their relationship, working on their purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so fun. And you have access to all the other date nights. True. So you can, I, I don't know how many hours, but lots of hours of different content. Two and a half years of date yeah. nights. Yeah. yeah. And date nights cover anywhere from addressing trauma to making your sex life better to uh, money, finances, yeah. all of the above. Friendship. So, yeah. Really. Yeah. Friendship in the marriage, friendship outside the marriage. So we'd love to have you. Yeah. Um, we don't, didn't plan on talking about all this. But I know hey. you're just going to say, come join us, <laughs> but it's, it's important that we do talk about it every once in a while. It's just so much, it's so much fun. Yeah. We, we've really become a community of, of, uh, like-minded individuals. Online. It really is so much fun. It's, it's neat seeing all the different couples that are involved and how their, their lives are growing as a couple, as a family. And then, you know, people will bring their newborn babies and show them in the camera and people talk about, Hey, remember you guys prayed for me last month about this? Well, this happened and ministry changes and it's just really, really neat. It's a community. Literally all over the world. So, so neat. So neat. Well, we love you, all of you. And well, this is, we're recording this right around, right after Thanksgiving, but we want to tell you, we are so, so thankful for all of you that show up, that are our community. Um, You're the people we love. So we just want to thank you for all of the support over the years and our growing and your growing. And it's just, just so much fun. It is. It's, and it's, we feel like it's an honor that you trust us to come alongside you and to pour into you, but we feel just as much poured into by your guys' stories, testimonies, feedback, DMs, all the, yep. all the emails that you guys send letters. Like we're just, um, so grateful to have this opportunity to get to know you. Yes. So we love you guys. Hopefully we'll see you at date night this Friday. And if not, we'll see you next week on the podcast. All right. Blessings.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.